I wanted to be a multimillionaire. I want to be the judge of how successful or unsuccessful I'm going to Take be. Take control of your life. I meant the hustle was still in me. After someone in your family, or I'm actually the second. I had a feeling it, it gave me the second type of vibe. Like yeah. somebody was named Sherwin before you. So yeah. Your father, your grand my father, father of course, yeah. your Sherwin Sherwin Foster the second. So Sherwin Foster the second. Why did your father decide to give you the name? That's a good question. I actually never asked him that, but I do see a lot of the tendencies that he has that I'm actually adopting you know we have a lot of things in common we love to fish my dad loves to barbecue so he pretty much gave me the the basics on how to barbecue and from there you know I just took it to a whole nother level um grow up with both parents and dad in the house yes how's that experience for you growing up with both parents it's great uh you you um get both sides so my dad was an army guy so he's you know super tough and you know the discipline discipline strict on time uh bed made up clothes ironed uh my mom is more of the the teddy bear kind you know super loving your mom your mom let me tell you your mom before i met you your mom was promoting you because when i was building up the restaurant Uh your mom would tell me Every time she saw me, I got a son that does barbecue. I was like, she dead serious about this kid that does barbecue. Who yeah. is this man? So I can definitely co-sign your mom being the sweetest yeah. lady in the world. Yeah. Um, brothers and sisters? I have one brother. One, one brother, brother. Entrepreneur. I mean, super proud of him. He he go harder than me when it comes to the entrepreneur. He's a barber. Uh, went to school, played football. Uh, from there, he tried, you know, the state farm thing, but he just always had a passion for grooming and cutting hair. So growing up in the house with both parents, two brothers, how was that lifestyle? Like, how was the living? How would a military dad and a amazing mother, not saying your dad's not amazing, but with an amazing mother, how was that? Uh, it was great. Uh, very supporting uh, whatever me or my brother put our mind to. They were there. They were there. They were going to back it. If I wanted to sell hot dogs on a corner, all right. I'm going what to what were some of the things that they would do? Give me some examples of like how they would treat you guys, or how would they there support you, or whether like whatever was going on in there. Uh, so one perfect example. Um, I always had the passion for barbecuing. Uh, so I remember my mom actually bought my dad a grill for his birthday. First time ever, you know, actually having a commercial smoker. My dad actually gave that to me. From there, you know, I started selling, you know, rib sandwiches from the house on Saturdays. And he supported me. Hey, what you need? You know, let me help you out with this. Let me show you the proper way to, you know, clean this meat, you know, because you don't want to give, you know, bad product. Where did he get the game from? Uh, he worked in a couple restaurants. Uh, he got a lot of experience from 
uh, working at Park Avenue. He was like one of the managers there. Uh, we do a different type of barbecue, but as far as like the basics and like the business side, understanding, you know, operations and scaling, yeah. that helped that helped me a lot. Yeah. But growing up with a military dad in the home, do you believe discipline? Oh, you said discipline was a big part of that. Absolutely. Taking that piece with you, that of well, my question is, how was that? You know, basically what I'm asking, I want to I want to understand a little bit more about how much did the discipline help you out in your process today, and you know how, how basically how important was it? Uh, discipline, uh, definitely. Um, everyone knows, like an army base is like on strict timing, strict mm-hmm. timing. So now that helps me. I know I need to get up at five o'clock in the morning and I need to get this smoker going. So that discipline helped me to have muscle memory. So without even setting an alarm clock, my body automatically wakes up every day at five o'clock. It's time to get up and grind. And you uh, believe that that starts from your being raised from your home? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So mom, father was a discipline. Mom was a, um, the loving mother that she is. Was there a lot of competitive with you and your brother? You know, was there a lot of back and forth with each other? How was that growing up with a brother? Older brother or younger brother? I can't remember. Younger brother. Younger brother. Two years younger. Uh, Not necessarily. Um, There were moments my little brother doesn't like to fish. So, mm-hmm. like, if me and my dad go fishing, he doesn't want to go. Fish. But uh, when it came to, like, sports, um, like, I, pay, I played baseball my whole life. Uh, I ended up messing up my rotator cuff. But when it came to sports, you know, if we were on a, a baseball field, my brother was doing football drills. If we was on the football field, I'm, you know, doing sprints or something to stay in shape. So they always kept us, you know, together and doing things together in our own lanes. Was sports a big thing in your family? Yes. Yes. As far as cousins and everything, we had like all boys. Mm. So football, baseball, basketball, it was year round, something different track. It, you have a pretty large family, like the foster family is a pretty large family or your mother's side or? Uh, my dad's side is huge. I only know maybe one fourth uh, because some of them stay in Boynton. Some of them stay. But they're other huge in, in Palm Beach area alone. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so growing up in, in Palm Beach, other than your father's skill set and barbecue, were there other barbecue companies that influenced you or that you knew of or that? Uh, definitely uh, McCray's Barbecue. Uh, we grew up, you know, on McCray's. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Herman McCray, all of them guys. Uh, Troy Davis from Troy's Barbecue. You know, them guys took me under their wing as if I was their own son. So, you know, any questions or, you know, a lot of times I used to just want to drive by the restaurants just to see, like, the meat on the grill. That was expiring. Wow. So, wait, wait a minute. It's a little awkward, but it's real. So you were so into barbecue. You were so into the – was it into the – the cooking process or just the business overall or what, what inspired you so much uh, about it? The cooking process. I didn't really get into the business process until maybe about three or four years ago, like strictly into business. 
but I just love barbecuing. Like, I felt like, you know, if I can give one person a bone a day, that'd give me an opportunity to make a customer. You know, you just said a bar. Say that again. One bone a day can give me an opportunity to gain another customer. Give me more details on that. So, I always believe in um, opportunity. So, um, if you have an opportunity to sit at the table, I feel like you should already have your suit and tie ready. Because... Mm. I don't even know if you remember this. I spoke to you about two years ago. Please don't tell me. And you you told me, you say, when you get into the corporate world, everything happens super fast. That stuck with me to this day. So now how I look at it is now I have that manpower and I have that mindset that if it happens fast, we're going to get on the train and go. So it's basically preparation. So for Absolutely. me, I, I, I'm an athlete. I played sport, and I was always told you win in preseason. Absolutely. So I know the importance of being prepared for the opportunity because when the opportunity come, you know you got to be ready, Absolutely. and especially when you get invited to the table. Absolutely. See, when you like, I don't want you to come to the table when you're trying to figure out how to eat, or or what like how you're going to be used in the process. Like I know my skill set. I know who I am. I know what I do, and I know how I do it. So I'm ready to come to the table. Time to serve. Time to serve. Let's eat. We're gonna figure out how what's gonna happen. And I think, you know, if I, you know, I'm I'm happy. See how much of a great guy I am. I gave you that game. Just want to tell myself how great guy I am. But it's been one of those weeks for me. Um, but so and, and do you want to take this business to another capacity? Absolutely, but I've always been stuck on it has to make sense. What does that mean, though? What, uh, does have, what, what has to make sense? Number-wise, so uh, real estate right now is trash. Absolutely. So um, I don't want to go into a situation where I'm already upside down. So can I give you some input? You said a statement. I want to I give game while we're talking, which I'm, oh, I want to learn from you also. But I, I just heard you say something, and I realized how that could be a block. It's not that real estate is trash. It's just not the best opportunities for certain circumstances right now. So the building might be a $15 million building, but foot traffic is 20 million right. people. Right. So it's not that the real estate, um, the, like the money is trash or whatever, whatever, you know, what I think you're talking about what is trash is just the cost of property, real estate. Cost. Absolutely. But if you're looking at um, property in New York, like, heck, no, I'm not yeah. buying that. But the foot traffic is so crazy. I think before you shut down the real estate, you know, before you make real estate the reason you won't grow, really evaluate the numbers and see where you can enhance from and see what other factors that could play a role. Because you buy the property for $20 million today, the more it grows, you know, the more the development happens around that area, real estate bring more value. Gotcha. So it's the, right. the property is going to grow, you know, and then if imagine when you build a business and you want to sell the business, you're able to sell the business with the real estate. So the real estate deal is really not the trash part. Really just be patient with that, man, and be open to going to that direction. So go ahead, please go. Ahead. Right, right. So um, overhead is everything. Overhead yeah, is true. everything. So, um, and that was the reason for me talking about real estate. Everything is, you know, 
pricey, so it has to make sense. I definitely want to, you know, elevate and expand and go from there. But um, overhead, it's it's a lot of thing that goes into overhead inventory, uh, rent, employees, mm. insurance, rainy days. Rainy days. <laughs> rainy days. Rainy days. It rains yeah. too. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think like. And I hear you with all that, and I, and you have a great product, a great product. Yeah, your barbecue is definitely um, top tier in this community, and I and I com- I could compare your brisket into a lot of other communities. I think you're you're gonna, you'll do well with it, and I think the things that you have, um, I don't call it fear. I think the things that you're questioning, I think you're ready for it, man. I think you got it. You're smart enough, and the most important thing that I'm learning about you is which I, sh- I should have knew from the beginning, like your mom, the support that I that you're telling me that I've witnessed from the beginning, I think you have all the tools to taking your business into another capacity because you have the love, you have the support, um, you have the skill set, you know, you have the hunger. Like you're getting up at 5 o'clock without no alarm clock. That, that That's a, like only, if you know, you know. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's something that not everybody can't teach that in school. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's something that you just genuinely, you know, you have it. Yeah. Um. You know, but I, I still want to dig a little deeper, maybe for because I don't want to get into this thing thinking I'm here to s- help you out with this barbecue thing because this is what you do. I, I just, I always when I hear an entrepreneur talk about scaling or growing, and I realize they have certain hesitation. I think you got wings, fly. Yeah. Like you don't even, it's not like some people, they go through the hurdle and they go through the hardship of having to build their wings as they go. Like, you know, you play sports, so you have that endurance. Like, you you got that hunger, that will. That's the biggest piece. Yeah. And I do think uh, I have one of the best teams in the world. Uh, Without them, you know, business is impossible. Uh, Supportive wife, she helps me. She Let's lied. go into that. Let's go into that. Okay. Where did you, where you and your wife met? Because I think that's super important in uh, life yeah. overall. Me and my wife, we actually met. She had the barbecue before, and she actually had a wait, issue. Wait, wait, wait. You and your wife met. She was in the barbecue business? No, no, no. She came to my barbecue. Oh, she truck. came. Oh, I, sorry. I wish, I, I wish we would take over the world. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> that's on. <all>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, she. Um, Purchased the meal and it was. She takes your barbecue and it was over. She well, she had an issue. One of my staff, oh, even better. One of my staff dropped the ball on it. Uh, so from there, um, of course, you know, customer service is everything as well. So you know, I apologized for that and I said, hey, you know, please, you know, come back and we'll ensure that you gave her your number. To come back? No, not then. Not then. Oh, okay. Not then. It was so from there, um, my staff took care of her. I followed up. You followed up. I followed up. Right, right. And then from you there, follow up so good that she became your wife. Yeah. Your yeah. follow up game is impeccable, my brother. Yeah. yeah. But carry on. I don't want to take the story where and it's then, not. And um, then from there, um, she works for a corporate office she's a very private person so i'll yeah 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 cool so, uh, yeah you don't have to go in it you don't have to get crazy but yeah. i'm gonna get you there. so from her job um uh, they um uh, they ordered uh one of our products that we call the smoke bowls okay it's actually our number one seller right now nice 
Um, what is a smoke bowl? What's in the smoke bowl? Uh, so a smoke bowl, it's based with macaroni cheese, baked beans, and your choice of meat on top. Nice. So you can get brisket, chicken, sausage, rib tips. It's a great name, too, for it. Yeah, yeah. So um, they ordered over a thousand bowls. And then from there, you know, the friendship um, became, you know, strong because I was actually going through, you know, situations yeah and uh, life was happening yeah and then from there you know she showed me like i'm trying to see how i can put it um she showed me that i can be more than what i think i am so from there that gave me the confidence to say hey i may be bigger than what i think i am so what you just spoke, yeah, that was a moment. Um, so what you're telling me is, all right, so you guys got with each other. She, well, I ain't good. first you you did a great job at customer service. I want Absolutely. to be very clear. Absolutely. Customer That's, service Customer is service is, is important. Just don't give out that much customer service out anymore. Oh, no. I just want to Absolutely. be very clear. Absolutely. Um, but she she did, you guys met in the process of, you servicing, that don't even sound right either, servicing her, but let's keep this show going. <laughs> so, long story short, she was ordering from her company, her corporate company that she was working with, ordering stuff from your company. Mm -hmm. But in that process, you guys, you were going through your whatever life, life was happening for you. You guys build a relationship, you guys build a friendship. But the thing that was so powerful, what you just said, in that process, before she became your wife, you guys started, she was giving you insight about yourself. That I didn't see. That you didn't see. And she inspired you to want more. And the, the game that she gave you was like, basically, you the shit. Absolutely. Believe it. Absolutely. What what did that battery do for you? Like, So, um, mentally, I'm already a grinder. From there, it made me want to, okay, I'm pushing 10 cases of ribs this day. And my mom said, I can do 15. But from there, that comes with the marketing. I need to push marketing. How much are you on Facebook? What are you doing on Facebook? Take a picture here, post it. Take a picture there, post it. Hey, uh, what kind of special you guys want to see at Foster's Barbecue? Just that engagement and it just gave me the mindset of how I can grow because it's tough times for, you know, a lot of people now. So <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people sell a lot of expensive food, but I see a lot of cheaper businesses staying in business longer than the more expensive foods. If that, that makes sense. It makes, you know, I really know what time it is, what you're saying. You're, you're talking about quality versus quantity. You're talking mm -hmm. about value versus, you know, people. Yeah. Some people eat, yeah, and some people really get an experience. Like I think, yeah. I think barbecue is an experience thing. It's not just a, you know, I'm going down to get a hot sausage from the corner store type thing. And it's not seasonal. That's the thing about barbecue. It's not yeah, seasonal. You know, well, down here is a seasonal. I mean, now probably up north and other places like certain places is a more of a seasonal thing where you have, but down here it's, it's summer all the time. But I really want to take a, I really want to take some time to talk about 
Because the key thing for me with this show, I want to give value for people that's going through some things. You mm-hmm. know, it's super, super, super important. You as an entrepreneur, you as someone that took a chance and bet on yourself that someone like your wife, like the things that she did for you that empower you to want more. I want to talk a little bit about like how important is that or was that for you? And give me a little bit more detail on what else kept on happening for that and made you want to just keep on getting stronger. Uh, so what that did for me um, gave me confidence. Without confidence, you're dead. So um, with that confidence, you know, as a man, that's all the energy you need to make it to the next level. So from there, um, confidence, you know, it cre- increased work ethic. <clears throat> from there, um, once you increase the work ethic, it's time to put in the work. Uh, so for it was like a domino effect, basically. What you're domino saying? Effect, domino effect. Hey, um, what can we do to improve this? What can we do to improve that? So now, instead of stepping into a whole nother lane, I'm correcting everything in my lane now. So, from scaling to plating, I think uh, plating is one of the most important things in the food industry. Plating, uh, because people, they buy with their eyes. So, if it doesn't look right, the product is not going to sell. So, from there, you know, just pretty much correcting everything that we have from there. Once that is corrected, now it's time to venture out and see what products we can add to catch the naked eye. So, from there... um, But was she doing all this with you? Were you guys going back? Because... She was motivating me. So, like, what, you know, whatever I had on my mind, she was there to hear me vent. And, you know, because. So, while you were vent, sorry to cut you off, because I want to really get some of the details. So, also, brothers that are going through things could understand some of the things that they could look for. So, was she, like, telling you what you weren't doing, or was she telling you what you were doing, or giving you a little bit of insight on, like, transparency what you could do or what was it all of the above um it was some days you know i was slacking and shit but like hey you know you ain't post this amount of pictures that day or hey you know um you ain't prepped this much that day for the week or you didn't go through your inventory list you know and not only did she tell me that but she was always a helping hand hey don't worry about it let me go ahead and i'll take care of the inventory list what do you need? Uh, what do we need to conquer? Or the most thing that I love about her is uh, <clears throat> we set weekly goals. So she's like, babe. Uh, How long ago? Like when you guys started doing these weekly goals, when you guys were dating or when you guys got married or? Uh, when we started dating, like it was, I got your back from day one. So, you know, finding genuine people like that, you know, is rare. So, um <clears throat> From there, she's like, hey, let me take care of the inventory. Uh, it's days, uh, you know, on the truck. Sale just come in, hey, I'll run the register today. <clears throat> she learned how to cut ribs. Like, she know how to run the operation without me even being there. So those are things that, you know, you cherish and you don't take, you know, for granted. You know, I, I know for um, myself and some other people, you know, to be super transparent, it's a level of trust, right? Absolutely. Um, how did you just 
how are you so open and to receive and just let her, you know, be part of it? Because at times she showed that she wanted it more than I wanted it for myself. Yeah, so. I should have brought her on the show. Yeah, yeah. So if something ain't right, hey, babe, this macaroni and cheese, you need to. Got to do better. Yeah, yeah, so. So you're able to take the the negative and the positive, the constructive criticism. Absolutely. And worked on it. And then, you know, what made you also lock in with her? Uh, <clears throat> just genuine, like um, cut from a different cloth. Uh, she's older, so she's, you know, she's mature. And uh, from there, <clears throat> trying to see how I can word it. Uh, just be she, authentic she, about she it. She keeps it blood raw. Like, if if you effing up, I'm gonna let you know you effing up. But I love you, and I'm gonna help you. It was not improve. just scold you or tell you what you're doing without any assistance. Right. Like this is what you're doing, but also this is what we could with a solution. Absolutely, absolutely. You think that 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 made a big difference absolutely. in the process? Absolutely, because um, I think um, we can always find the problem, but we always don't know the solution. So um, it'll be some days, you know, when you're just having a business brain fraud and you may not see it from another person's perspective. So she's that other person's perspective, you know, to bring it to my attention. And I look at I'm like, wow. How was your family receiving of her when she first got involved with it? Because you guys were doing this before her. Right. Right. So how how were they receiving of that? Um, my dad and her relationship is almost like brother and sister. Like, um, perfect example, and this may make you laugh. So my dad is a diabetic, but he loves sweets. She loves sweets, but my dad would go, you know, get a piece of dessert, and she like, hey. You ain't supposed to have that. But let me get a piece of it. Let me get a piece of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Or I'm telling on you. Yeah, or I'm telling on you. So, you know, that relationship that they have, you know, I cherish. And then, um, you know, the loving person that my mom is, um, <clears throat> she's the type of person, if I'm happy, she's happy. But when I ain't happy, that's one, yeah. that's one person you don't want to see. Right, right. Yeah. You're definitely her baby boy. I'm yeah. telling you. I, I, I witnessed it. I've been part of it. I, like I said, when the moment I met your mother going to Home Depot, she was just like, you got, like, you, you just have an amazing support system. And that definitely inspired me, um, how I got more connected to your brand, your product, and then I met you. But you have, you definitely have a support system. But going through, give me some of the pain that you went through in building this business, though. Um, <clears throat> some of the pain that I've been through, not actually knowing the business side like I should, just jumping out there. And um, I get a lot of questions on, hey, um, what do you recommend, you know, starting out a business? And one thing that I felt that was credit. Credit is, like, the first thing I think you should, you know, have in place. Uh, I didn't have my credit in place. I just pretty much went with my money and from there. Um, and... <clears throat> I listened to a lot of podcasts and a few years back I seen a podcast and 
they were talking about should you use your own money for business or should you use somebody else's money in business? And he said, take this as a note. If you use your money and you hit rock bottom, you have nothing else to fail on. If you take somebody else's money, meaning, you know, leveraging credit, getting money, if you hit rock bottom, you still have your money that you can fall back on. So that wrong, I lied in my head and I'm like, wow, where was this when I needed it when I first started? So um, that was one of the downfalls. <clears throat> I mean, the learning, you learn a lot from it though. Right, right. Uh, then proper scaling. Um, when I first started, my plates were, you know, I, I was more concerned with making people happy than actually understanding how the game goes. So, like, understanding scaling as far as ounces, pound, quarter pound. This is all the stuff that, you know, we didn't pay attention to in school. We just like, what does that have to do with us, you know, in the near future? So, um, that's another thing that was my downfall, actually understanding scaling. Once I understand scaling, I understood what am I actually profiting, like, off of each bone, quarter pound of brisket, how much this brisket weighs, how much we need to be selling. So uh, that was another one of my downfalls, just understanding numbers. Yeah, I don't I don't really – so just to give you other insight from what you're going through, I really – those, those – the, the things you learned in that process, I wouldn't consider a downfall because I, I think you had, if I would tell another person that's in the business of barbecue, the passion of barbecue might be more important than the business side of it. Absolutely. Because you could taste the difference on a, on a barbecue business that is successful with scalable processes and system the food quality and the experience is not the same. Right. So I believe you had the biggest piece, which is the the, the passion for barbecue. Absolutely. You really believe in that bone. And, yeah. and that is a difference between, um, you know, some places that I go to that might have all the high numbers, they have all the scalability, scalability, but they don't have the quality of a product, right. you know? And I, and I, and I believe your growth and understanding the scalability, understanding portion control, understanding the thing, because you wanted to make people happy. It's a great thing that if people understand that, that is a great thing to do, but understanding there's a process of making people happy that you could really calculate based on business. Mm -hmm. is a huge piece of it. Like, Absolutely. yeah, that's the game. Like, Absolutely. but downfall, I don't know, brother. I think I love that about you that you were able yeah. to, you know, make people happy, but you growing and say, yo, you know, I, I gotta, cause you right. They love heavy hands in our community, yeah, you know? Yeah, and yeah. then, how, but how, when you shift from the heavy hands to portion control and, you know, weighing out your, your product, how was your customers with that? Uh, it was a big shift, but in that process, uh, that's when I actually got my first food truck. So I, kind of gained a a larger customer base nice. so uh from there um i really didn't see like you know the effect i mean in business you're gonna get constant complaints you know this wasn't right uh this didn't weigh that you know of course 
So um, I didn't really see like a dramatic downfall in that because I think I did it at the perfect time. Um, I do believe in taking baby steps. So I started selling out the house. I gained a customer base from that. Then from there, I got my first food truck was a bread truck. Mechanical problems all the time, but you know. I remember. Yeah, and then um, now we have an actual trailer now, which is like self-sufficient. We can actually cook inside. So now, could could you be? And I hate to cut you off on this guy. I'm learning a couple years ago there this difference between the truck and the trailer. Mm -hmm. Could you speak about the difference between those things and the pros and cons of those? So. The pros with an actual truck is you can actually drive your truck anywhere. The cons on it is mechanical issues because they're older trucks, uh, original parts that you really can't find, you know, within this area. And it was actually a diesel. And the truck can't move. Right. So if you have mechanical issues, you're not making no money that day. Um, on the other hand, with the trailer, you can hook it to the back of a truck and you can take it wherever. If your truck breaks down, you can go rent a, another truck and still good. Absolutely. Would you recommend that process other than the full bread truck? Um, I recommend doing what you can afford mm. because you can always level up like I did. So uh, if you only can afford a bread truck, you know, do that save your coins until you can elevate until a trailer. trailer. So, so in in building the business side, Mm -hmm. the scalability side, where did you get information on that? Did you study other brands? Did you, how did you get to that point to start learning about the scalability? Uh, believe it or not, um, as far as Derek McCray, Anthony Barber, Trinette Morris, I talk to them on a regular basis. Mm. And um, I remember I actually had a catering for the convention center. Um and I was asked, you know, how many ounces is this? How many ounces is that? And I'm like, that's what I got real. I'm like, whoa. So from there, that was like an eye opener from like, hey, like you have the potential, but it's time to dig into. So your skill set, your skill set and your passion got you in the door. Absolutely. Now you're at the table now. Now I'm at the table. So now I'm trying to understand because you, you're sitting at a table with, you know, business majors, so they know numbers, you know, with their eyes closed. So they know, okay, well, if, you know, you're giving us 16 ounces and, you know, we split in a half, you know, so such and such. So from there, you know, that was just an eye opener to understand what, you know, portion sizes is. And, you know, uh, just talking to those, those guys and, you know, understanding, hey, you know, what's the proper portion size to put here, put there, quarter pound, half a pound, you know, ounces. Uh, those things right there help me out a lot. Like, I'm I'm a guy, I have no shame in asking questions. I'd rather ask questions before I make a huge mistake. That's important. That's big. But, you know, the thing is, so you got a chance to get in front of the 
you had a chance to get invited to the table and you're at the table and you didn't have the proper answers. Why didn't you break in that process? Because if I fell, I fell everybody who was looking up to me, family, kids, parents. So mm. failing is not an option. Where does that come from? Uh, so that came from, I was actually employed with the postal service. I was actually a, a supervisor at the postal service, making good money, but I wasn't happy. So after taking that, that leap of faith and starting my own business, I got the mindset, like, this is the only, the only way, like, there's no plan B. There's no plan B. So we're going to sell these ribs and that's it. That no plan B, right? That's, that's, that's huge. That's so important. Cause I think a lot of people that get into business, they speak about their plan B so quickly before they even get started. That no plan B mentality. Does that stem from your military father, your father's military background, being an athlete or just you got kids to feed? Uh, I think all of it plays a part. All of it plays a part. Uh, because now I've gotten to a level now where my parents actually look up to me. So, once again, if I fail, everybody fails. Got mouths to feed. I got people who's wanting to get into the entrepreneurship, but they don't, they don't know where to go. So you have those people that's looking up to you as well and like, all right, so what is he doing that I can do to make it to the next level? So I think that's. So knowing that people are counting on you is mm -hmm. super important to you and it keeps you going. Absolutely. Wow. Selflessness? That's what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so when you took that chance, though, and leaving your nine to five, because that's super difficult for a lot of people that's hustling, grinding all day long, that want to turn their hustle into a business. Like, what made you do it, and how did you come about, you know, making that decision? Uh, definitely have to have money saved up. That's number one, because rainy days. You never know when you're going to have a rainy day. You go out here with five cases of ribs and don't sell not one rib still need to have rainy day money so uh <clears throat> once i got to that point where i had enough money to if i don't sell anything for this first month i still got emergency funds but at the same time uh having faith in god because faith without works is dead so <clears throat> i just jumped on faith and i said i'm gonna sell how was your family when you told them, hey, I'm about to focus on these ribs. I'm closing this nine to five life out. Um, so the first thing they thought about was benefits. What you going to do about health insurance? What you going to do about retirement? And the thing I told them is I'm not the first person who became an entrepreneur. So it has to be a way. So I'm doing my research, Roth IRAs, uh, looking up insurance companies and stuff like that. Once I got that, it was a wrap.
But that's 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 game that I would love. That's free game you gave so many people because I hear so many people with the fear of, you know, I know people that have so they have great skill sets. They can mm-hmm. do amazing thing in the world, but that nine to five insurance and your retirement, all these things, you know, will stop them from really jumping. And what you said was you found solution. So the problem that they were talking about, you found a solution for it. And the two solutions you're talking about that was, you know, the pivotal moment for you, the the Roth IRA was basically the investment of your 401k. Absolutely. And what about the insurance part of it? Uh, the insurance part is actually the hardest part because, um, <clears throat> you know, when you're with these big companies, you know, million, millions of people are in it, so it's cheaper. It's wholesale. So now you're going individual, so you're like, okay, what is the best plan for what I can afford? So, you know, you may start off and maybe only available to afford Obamacare just not bad uh so that's why i always say get what you can afford now and then elevate to get what you need so that fear that they have is it's of course it's a real thing you know mm-hmm. of course especially when you have children and you're taking that real chance but you said something that was so powerful like you you're not the first one that yeah you know so that experience, man, I, that's, that's super, super dope. I'm super proud. I want to tell you for already, like in the middle of this thing, I'm super proud of you, man. Oh, man. Thank because you. It, it means a lot to me. Uh, you know, I'm always inspired by people that take chances on themselves. Absolutely. And also the belief that you have in God is, is it's something that's special. Cause Absolutely. I know it's difficult. Absolutely. Then you have children to feed and you got a family and then you got people looking up to you. You're not running an easy race, yeah. And you showing up every day, so I definitely want to commend you and give you your flowers for that, man. Because people don't know, yeah. you know that 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 taste. I know the taste. I know what it feels like to um to put it all on the line. And but the best part about it, I love that you're winning and you're winning with your family and you have your support system. Because I, I go to the truck and I love the fact you know your mom's there, your wife's there, your father's there. Yeah. It's like everybody's locked in together and yeah. I, and and you speaking of that's the battery behind your back. What is it that you want for the business or for your whole overall family with the foster brand? What is it that you want from them? Uh, I want to be able to get to a level where everybody who's on my team now can be in a position that I am now and actually Still Foster's Barbecue, but running your their own locations. locations. Absolutely. You want to give them ownership in that Absolutely. capacity. Absolutely. What do you believe that you need to get to that point? Um, I mean, capital is number one on the list. Uh, and I think we actually, everybody on the team has the mindset and has the skill level to run an operation on their own. Does it have to be brick and mortar or could it be more? Uh, no, truck? it doesn't have to be brick and mortar. Uh, I would love, I would love for them to do brick and mortar. But, uh, like I said earlier, overhead is, you know, everything. And, uh, the overhead is a lot cheaper with, you know, a trailer. However, it does take a lot more hands on work. So, uh, the grind is totally different. Cause yeah. you gotta, you gotta bring your brick and mortar wherever you're going. Absolutely. Every day. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So them. So your your goal for your business, um, Foster Barbecue, is one day to open up more locations, but also build within the company and give the the team members that you have now their own product, their own brand, their own identity through the Foster Barbecue brand. Um, and what I'm hearing is you what you want, or what you would like, or what you need to make that happen. One of the things is capital. Mm-hmm. Is there any other thing that you, you know, because there's people watching and listening to this that you think you would need from the community, you would need from an investor that's interested or whatever else you think you need? Uh, as far as the community, uh, hands down, one of the best communities. Um, they support, they share, they they do, they do their part. So, you know, it's always, you know, an honor to give back to the community. You know, some days, hey, kids out of school, come bring your kids by to get a free bite to eat. Uh, so as far as the community, um, I think it's a great community out here. Um, Support is there. Yeah, yeah. As far as the investor side, um, I've had a lot of sit-downs with investors and stuff. But um, <clears throat> as far as investors, I need somebody to have the same vision as me. What is that vision? Uh, as far as product, you know, making sure that the product is right. Like, if you never tasted Foster's Barbecue, how could you invest in me and know, you know, how are we going to take this to the next level? So I think that's, you know, I think that's number one. Uh, and actually just, you know, having a, a game plan, uh, looking at ways and things that can actually help the business grow. So I think. So in building this business, you know, I want to ask you a couple questions. What are three things, three tools that you think that other people in your industry or business people overall could utilize that, you know, that you could give them or tell them about? Uh, the first thing always is have faith and pray. That's that's the number one tool. Uh, like I said earlier, faith without works is dead. So um, the second tool that I use that helps me out a lot is I create a spreadsheet. And from there, my spreadsheet is inventory, how much we've used that day. Um, and also like a profit spreadsheet. So if, you know, I look at my POS and I see, Hey, we sold 10 slabs, but we didn't profit nothing but half that helps me identify the problem and from there I can create a solution is there a technology for that already or is that something that you created it's on your spreadsheet I believe they have like QuickBooks and stuff like that that uh, you can put like inventory and how much you're spending and stuff like that but I'm more of a a write I like to write my stuff down and create my own spreadsheet from there to get an understanding of the overall business. Right. Right. And then, uh, the third tool, um, is to have a great POS system. The POS, they have some great POS systems out there. Uh, clever toast, uh, from that, um, the POS systems, you can, you know, control your hours with employees. You control your sales tax, 
um, you can also run inventory through your POS as well. So I think that's definitely a great tool. So I, I want to talk about the POS because once again, the guys that are out there hustling, grinding, they got great barbecue. The POS, because some of them don't even know what a POS system is. Right. You know, um, I want you talk a little bit about the POS system. Go a little more in depth for that because I want them to learn that and understand the importance of a proper POS system, even when you're hustling. Right. Like, right. Do you think, that, well, do you, uh, let me ask you that question before I just make that statement. Do you believe the POS system, when you were hustling, selling ribs out the house, do you think you needed a POS system even back then? Uh, most definitely because um, nowadays a lot of people don't carry cash. So it's either you pay a service fee on a credit card or lose a sale. I'm not losing a dime on the table. So uh, it's definitely uh, important. Uh, what would they have to do? Talk a little bit. What's, what, what, what are the steps that they have to do to get a proper POS system? Uh, I would definitely recommend doing researches. Uh, Google, uh, go on to POS because everybody. What is POS? Uh, you know? Point of sales. Point of sales system. I just want them to understand it. Right. Uh, because every company charges different service charges. So I definitely think uh, researching, uh, you know, point of sales systems. Um, you have Square. Square is great. Uh, I actually started out with Square. Uh, very uh, efficient. Uh, you can put the terminal in your phone and you can sell, you know, from there. Uh, then from there, I um, went over to Clover. Uh, Clover is great, but however, Clover is expensive. Uh, they charge you by the apps which they have great apps. I mean, it's a system that pretty much does the work for you. So if you can afford that, it's pretty much just like having another employee on staff. Um, it takes, I've, done, I've done both. So, yeah. I done. so uh, Clever, you do the Davo. Davo is a, a app that controls your sales tax, and it takes it out daily or however you, uh, you set the terminal. Uh, staff, as far as staff can clock in, I believe Square has that as well. Yeah, they've they've built all those back in now. Yeah, so uh, but back then I don't think they had it. Uh, but now I'm actually with Toast. Uh, Toast um has a lot of, a lot of features that I do admire. Uh, it can notify you know your customers. Hey, promotion and marketing, one of the best, one of the best. Uh, and it also gives you an alert to say. For instance, uh, if it's raining outside, you place your order, want to run to the truck, it'll send you a text message, hey, your order is ready at Foster's Barbecue. Mm. So uh, things like that, that that helps with customer service because customer service is number one. Uh, Toast has a great marketing system where it sends you, you know, like emails on promotions and such. I believe Clever has that now as well. Um and it's a easier process to deal with Uber Eats, DoorDash, and such. So now, instead of you having a separate terminal for DoorDash and Uber Eats, everything is built within. All that's implemented within the Toast system. Absolutely. So, but I think I think I want the audience watching this, especially that's in the business, the importance. Like you're able to still do proper business systems mm -hmm. within your hustle. Mm -hmm. So when you, as you grew your business, if you had a POS system back then, 
Another thing a lot of people don't realize, you start early doing that, they also lend money. Yeah, yeah. So those those systems, Toast, Square, all those um, POS systems, so while you're building your hustle and you get into a, a POS system, as you grow, they'll offer you to lend, you know, they'll offer you money to lend. So mm-hmm. if you need 15 grand, 20 grand, I don't know the, the true cost of a, a truck or a trailer, you know, because a lot of time when, when we're hustling, man, we don't realize the importance of showing that, you know, yeah. or having that proper just the yeah. consistency in that hustle that they'll be able to lend you. Um, so that's something I want people to understand that the proper POS system is a game changer in yeah. your business, ex- yeah. even while you're hustling. Absolutely. You know, I want to ask you a couple of questions, man. I got this not rapid fire, but I have a list of questions that I want to ask you. Um, I have five questions. Okay. So we're going to start with, so what, what do you define success? How do you define success? Uh, success is pretty much where you can run a operation without being there. It's running the business. Yeah. Is it, well, you built the business and the business is running itself. Runs itself. Absolutely. And how do you... If you could give a little bit more insight on how does that happen? Uh, so how pretty much how that happened is uh, it's pretty much grind, grind, grind. And um, being, you know, a business owner or entrepreneur, you have to know every role. So whether it's washing dishes, I need to know. To SOPs. Yeah. Yeah. Standard operation procedures. Yep. How do you define success in a personal life? A personal life is um, trying to see how I can word this. Uh, I think success for me is when you're reducing the amount of waste, and that can be in anything, uh, time, uh, food, product, energy. So once you can reduce that I feel like you can succeed and be successful I'm personal and business yeah so that leads me to the next question you think it's possible to achieve balance in the personal and business life yes but you have to do one at a time because if not give me some more insight on what do you mean by you uh, have to do that one so at a time personal personal balance you can't lead without having a personal balance so if you're coming to the operation mad every day your team is going to be mad because they're looking up to you 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 set the standard and you give off the energy so if you greet your your staff hey how you doing you know how y'all feeling today all right you know let's grind let's get that gives them the motivation all right you know our boss you know actually cares and you know so personal is definitely something I would I would achieve first and go to business. But then do you think it could be maintained to do both or is Absolutely. Absolutely. Um what are the most critical part of your routine? The most critical part of my routine is right before we open. And the reason why is because I want what before we what is it right before the operation opens, uh, because I want to make sure all T's are crossed. Uh, I'm sorry, I still don't hear. 
ret. What is it before you open? Uh, make sure. Sh- uh, how did I word? It? I'm sorry. You said ret before you open. Oh, uh, right, right before. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> right before. Oh, right we- before. Apa, you know, I'm, <laughs> this up north mine sometimes be missing the southern. Yeah. So, so you so said true. right or oh, right before you open. Just before Say we less. open. Yeah, I got you. Got you. Whew, I apologize. <laughs> no disrespect. I got it. Just before we open, uh, because you want to make sure everything is in order, because once you open, everything happens fast. Uh, soon as we open, I mean, Fridays and Saturdays, we're a bum rush with about 20 customers. So if one thing is missing, it, it's a domino effect because now everybody's straddling. Where's this? Where's that? So so we open at 11 o'clock every day. So like I have a consistent routine at 10 o'clock. I make sure we have the proper amount of meat cooked. I make sure every utensil is in place. Uh, Even for inspectors, I make sure, you know, everything is keeping temperature because that's the most important thing. You don't want to give out anything that's not temperature because, you know, that's danger, danger zone. So with that same thing with the routine, is there any other routine other than business that you would, that's a critical part for you? Like for myself, let me give you an example. For myself, I get up every day at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't. I know you do it for the barbecue, but do you do it for yourself? Is there anything that you do for yourself, like routine? You do this, this, and this. Because I eat, sleep, and breathe barbecue. Even on my days off, I'm still waking up at five o'clock, and I'm thinking, "All right, it's an off day, but what can I do to get ahead of the game?" On top, I'm still trying to balance, you know, family wife, you know, things like that. So staying on a timely matter, like everything is a time for me. Like I put myself on timers like, okay, I need to complete this in 30 minutes. I need to complete this in an hour. And that helps me business and personal because I create a list. Like every morning I create a list of things that I need to do that's not business. So from there, you know, okay, I spent 20 minutes doing this. So now I got an extra 10 minutes that I can get ahead. So what influence do you hope to bring to this, to the world? What influence do you hope to bring to the world? Uh, pretty much confidence that anybody can achieve if you put the work in. If you put the work in. So I always go by this saying, whatever you put the most time in, that's, what's going on, you know, prosper. So if you put your time in negativity, you're going to always be negative. So, Positive energy, positive results. Absolutely. Anything you want to say, brother Foster, man, before, or any questions you have for me? Anything you want to say or any questions you have for me? Uh, just want to mm-hmm. give you your flowers, you know. Appreciate this hostile testimony, I think it's definitely great. Uh, you can hear people's stories, and you can actually get insight on, ways and things to go to the next level so i think this is it's important it's important for me man because i wish i had a platform like this when i was coming up yeah because we're as good as the information that we get and to find somewhere we could go get information from and it's not just about business for me you know for me like what i got from you um 
and I wish other people hear this, the importance of it, when you have a, a, a support system from your home, starting with your parents, and then you found a wife that's able to be there for you, support you, a lot of people don't understand the value of that. Yeah. And for you to be able to speak on that. And then spoke a little bit about how the support and be, I think another thing that was key, like to have open ears to receive that, yeah. you know, I, I, I've had difficulties with that, yeah. you know, in my experiences in this relationship mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I think that that's just, that's key. That's big. Yeah. That, that, and I believe a lot of people are going through that because, you yeah. know, when you're in the trenches and you're grinding, it's very difficult for you to hear other people, yeah. man, especially, you know, you got, ton- and then I think there's a tunnel vision and it comes with, it's hard for you to get advice somebody I never barbecued. Mm, yeah. But they yeah. bring so much other value. Yeah. And I think for you to have this, the the emotional intelligence, that's the word of the week for me that I've been dealing with, um, is is really being aware, um, being patient. Understand, there's just so many things, man. I'm just super yeah. impressed by by you doing it, and I hope other people hear that and get the game because I'm 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 gonna take it. I'm gonna take that in and understand how the importance of that because I'm still growing. You know, yeah. I've been in business for myself for a while, and one thing I've learned about business, man, two a couple things. One, you never lose. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never lost. Yeah. I've learned a lot now. Yeah, but I've never lost. Yeah. And the next thing is is just being open to really. To learn in the process, being able to being open to grow, because you're gonna bump your head, but if you keep on getting up, promise you, an entrepreneur never loses. Absolutely, you know, because they keep showing up. So, man, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate um, you. Please let the people know how to get in contact with you. You know, follow you, share your information. Please support this brother. He definitely got good barbecue. And do you have anything else coming up? I want to ask you that. Do you have product, sauce, anything like you have coming up also? Uh, at the moment, no. We're just uh, being consistent with our sauces, uh, which is a Carolina base. Because a lot of people ask, is it Carolina, Memphis, and such like that. Uh, it's a Carolina base. Um, and we're just, uh, we have these new TP glizzies that we. Pause. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's a TP glizzy. So Pause. what it is. What it is, it's pretty much a Georgia sausage that we put our smoked brisket on top of. Jesus Christ. And a lot. it has been uh doing, doing well. Great. It's been doing pretty great. Um I'm not is a pork glizzy? Yes, it's pork sausage. Yeah, so I can't really come there. But once please go try this pork glizzy pause and um <laughs> I'm out, man. Let me stop messing with you. <laughs> no, but definitely, man, thank you for stopping by, brother. And Definitely top tier, great product. Definitely humble by, you know, things that you do and how you how you take how your family supports you. Everything, man. Definitely, definitely humble and appreciative of you, man. God bless, good brother Sherman. Good night. Appreciate it. Peace. Thank you, brother.